well, boys. Uh, we just experienced something that really sucks. Um, we recorded an entire episode, and we hated it. <laughs> and it was horrible. So bad. And so we deleted it. Uh, it's now 11.13 p.m. on a Tuesday night. We all have big boy jobs to get to in the morning. Mm-hmm. But we can't help ourselves. Yeah. We really want to do this. Yeah, we, we believe in content. <laughs> I know a lot of people are expecting an episode tomorrow morning. Yeah. So people make it part of their routine to like listen yeah. to it on the way to work. I just couldn't so. imagine like the heartbreak of our two biggest friends or uh, fans, Jason Brown and uh, Daniel Huddleston. <laughs> well, yeah, we can't let our boys down like that. <laughs> we really can't. We cannot. Uh, by the way, it is 11.15 a.m. on a Tuesday night. P.m. I gotta wake up PM. at Sorry, it's not a.m. <laughs> Six a.m. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I got early wake up calls for all of us. We're sleep deprived, and we're all working VBS at our church. Right yeah, now. we are, which was insane. <laughs> um, did you go on in? You know, highlights from VBS. Anything outlandish happening? So I only went Monday. Yeah, lots of volunteers, which is is a good problem. I just couldn't really help. Yeah. Much. And then you, you skipped today because Roscoe is sad. Really, sad. Roscoe is his dog. Yeah, sorry, Jenny, couldn't make it today. I have uh, had. Great experience of being the uh, not really qualified translator <laughs> in the Park Baptist kitchen. <laughs> Basically, at Park, uh, we have an English-speaking uh, group within our congregation and a Spanish-speaking group within our congregation and a little overlap in the middle of some people that know a little bit of both languages. Right. And all of the women in the kitchen right now at Park are, uh, for VBS, I'm on kitchen team, that speak English are interacting with all the women in the kitchen that speak Spanish. Uh, and then there, there, there leaves me in the middle where I am uh, well-versed in Spanish, but obviously predominantly speaking English. And so I've had the really fortunate, and I mean that, fortunate uh, task of kind of translating and watching these relationships of these women kind of unfold amidst a language barrier, which is beautiful by God's grace, but it's made for a lot of really funny Patrick's stories. the topic guy. Uh, whenever you go to a Mexican restaurant, he's going to try to order in Spanish, and he <laughs> just embarrasses you. Because I want to practice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can you're I doing a great job. <laughs> Queso, please? Queso. No, you're doing a great job, Pat, and Hispanics really yeah. appreciate it. VBS Spanish highlights. Um, we have a lot of new members. Um, it feels like we got a lot of new people coming into the pastoral residency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it was really cool. Like me and a lot of those uh, those new folk, and uh, our boy Thomas Broom got ordained this week as well. So that's a big highlight yeah, as well. Um, but yeah, overall the kids are going absolutely nuts. Um, we had some ca- we had some casualties today. Um, <laughs> what? One of uh, one of our deacons' kids got uh, nailed in the back of the head oh, during nice. a relay race. Nice. Um, and it was not a good time. And you're there to photograph yeah. every minute. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. That'll like ease into uh, the whole. Photography's a muscle. I don't know if people don't don't know that or not, but you gotta have some confidence to like get in front of people and like take their pictures and stuff like that, and like get yeah. in your groove and yeah. you know work your magic for sure. Oh, I gotta say this for those of you who are like, why are Patrick and Dayling? Not with their wives at eleven seventeen p.m. on a Tuesday night. Ah, yes. Um, our wives are actually in Michigan on vacation together, 
and we are at Connor's house, and Madison is not far away from the microphone. <laughs> so we are all actively loving and not uh, prioritizing the podcast over our marriages. Praise so, God, praise <laughs> God. Of course not. <laughs> That's an important, I think, distinction to make there. Um, yeah. Anyway. Guys, so, what we do now is we try to prepare with minimal pre-production. Uh, and so, fellas, what, what's going on right now? What's going on? Can I, I, can you mind if I go first? Yeah, please go for it. Um, I, I, I had this uh, idea in my mind. Have you seen this uh, growth in clothing to where off-brand, what was off-brand, like, uh, <coughs> what was off-brand 10 oh, years was off-brand? Oh, I'm going to hear from... Someone at church. <laughs> what was offering like 15 years ago is not like the cool thing now. So Champions, New Balance. Yeah. What, what, dude, how I did love, that happen? I love New Balance. Okay, but how, how did that happen? Dude, I just like for some reason in the past like year, I think really what happened is like, you remember when like you could wake up and you weren't in pain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now you get out of bed and you make a lot of sound effects. Uh, willing to I actually think I got plantar fasciitis in the seventh grade. So, <laughs> what is yeah, that? dude. Well, you so know what plantar fasciitis is? I no, it's like really. It's I like, actually really don't know what it is. It's either. like essentially where your like muscles like um like tighten up in your feet. Oh, so, like runners get it a lot. So, what in did my... you call it? You called it something else. No, plantar fasciitis. You used to like scream something when you were in pain. Yeah. I used to call it my plantar fasciitis. <laughs> I, okay, I don't know. No, anyway, what happened was when I got in that car accident, mm-hmm. I had to kick my sunroof out with the adrenaline rush. <laughs> and I think it deserved, I think it just, listen, I kid you not, I think it destroyed all of the nerve endings in the bottom of my yeah. feet. That like, was... I wouldn't be surprised if I can't walk in like 30 years. So, <laughs> to what you were saying mm-hmm. about off brand becoming kind of like the end thing, one, I blame hipsters and their jewel pods. Um, two, sometime <laughs> last year, I like feel like I hit pre dad stage. Pre dad stage. Pre dad stage. Yeah, and so I'm gonna kind of like hash out the way this. So it's kind of like you know you're in your your early twenties and you're old enough to be a father, um, and really in in a, in the Christian world, yeah. that, that can yes that happens either really quickly or. <laughs> not, yeah, there's really no in between either. It happens like immediately. You know, you go to Bible college, you meet a girl, y'all are married with three kids by the time you graduate. That's not uncommon. It's way too So I feel like New Balance kind of like speaks to my world. Yeah. Guys, so, I never hopped on the hype beast train. No, you shouldn't. It's if too you do, expensive. I'll make fun of you. That's ridiculous. Well, not just like the hype beast thing, more of just like. I don't know. I feel like I was never like a mm-hmm. like a, a sneakers guy. Yeah, was I. I was always a, like I was like a closet hype beast guy. No, like, you you're a sneakerhead. So like yeah, like I'm a like I'm a I'm a I'm a closet sneakerhead. Like I like it. I, so like my thing is like I like my sne- I like them over there. Like I might have people that can get it like get into the game. Yeah. Um, but I just can't. So like I had a friend at Southeastern. His name was Colton. I think you met Colton. Yeah, that's like um, me with hunting. Yeah, so <laughs> Colton's like huge as like collectible items and it's like dope. So like he kind of like you know buys resells kind of thing. And I the most hype beast I've really ever been is when he, in pity, let me borrow a pair of Yeezys <laughs> for a while. Yeezys. Wow, um, dude, that's that's the best really Christian good. brand out there. Yeah, man. <laughs> wow, Kanye is 
such a qualified pastor. <laughs> Suffering for the gospel. Tough man. Oh um, but I wanted to um, circle back to something that Pat said earlier. Um, Pat casually mentioned that he uh, kicked his way out of a car um, when he got into a car accident, and um, that that car accident um, followed a um, what would I what I would call an outlandish prayer. Oh, we're gonna talk about this right now. Um, and so. <laughs> <laughs> with that inspiration <laughs> are there any prayers that y'all have ever prayed that you immediately regretted yes or, or came to regret <laughs> I yes. know you did so like, <laughs> why don't you want to like God you... like God answer them sure so I mean like, maybe, maybe he did maybe, it you know, maybe, maybe it could be happen. Cool. yeah maybe, okay. maybe something could happen maybe you prayed something and uh, we're getting in some weird though. theological like territory right now but I don't know yeah. <laughs> Not said to get heretical. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Answer, answer. We're Calvinist, right? So God's yeah. sovereign. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So what happened to me was I was a part of a um, different church than I am now, <laughs> and uh, their sermon series was on um, is called Dangerous Prayers. <laughs> Sorry, I had to use that voice. And uh, one of the one of the dangerous prayers <laughs> was um, <laughs> wreck me. <laughs> it well, yeah, just the two words wreck me. Nice. And you know that's like hot and hipster, you know, in, in the culture that I was in yeah. then. <laughs> um, but uh, for little fifteen-year-old Pat. Um, Wreck me was a very real reality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the morning of whatever date that was, I woke up, got ready for church, and in the shower prayed, "Wreck me." <laughs> and you know what the Lord did? He wrecked you. He wrecked my car straight into a tree. And now you're spleenless. And now I don't have a spleen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You should get one of those. Like, never mind. No. It, it's, some people say it's an answered prayer. Others say. It's just a really funny coincidence. Yeah. Either uh, way, it's hilarious. Either way, it's hilarious. And it, it's funny because you survived. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you hadn't, it'd be a totally different story. Um, I know. Yeah, no, it's not funny, but yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you got in a wreck after praying for it. I can't um, think of one. I can. Do you have one? Um, I don't know if necessarily an outlandish prayer for me, but I've heard my fair share of... <laughs> I'll Daddy God sh- prayers, yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid of like. <laughs> I saw this TikTok where this guy was like, one day I prayed for God to open my eyes, and then it's like he like put like a black hoodie on, I guess to like uh, represent the demon in his closet. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Just, I don't, I'm afraid to pray for that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty. I annoying. think for me, one time I was sick, and I had the flu. And in and typical man fashion, was too lazy to reach for the TV remote. And so I decided to, uh, don't test God. That's not biblical. That's not wise. But I was like, God, I believe that you can make this remote levitate to my hand. Yeah, you should do that too. And it's called the law of attraction, baby. Yeah. And, so, and then the worst, and the worst part was is that I sprinkled this, you know, pseudo-Christian prayer with a lot of Taoism and... Proceeded to reach my hand out in more of a like a force grabbing kind of thing, and so it was really a combination of sprink of like mixing Anakin and yeah. my really shallow and not very great 
understanding of prayer and God. Now that, that you said that, it kind of reminded me of when I prayed to be like Spider Man, and I justified <laughs> it by being like, I would be Spider Man for your glory. Like, I'll do it Amen. all for you. <laughs> Never happened. Yeah. Yeah. The worst thing for me was I. Uh, Oh, what's that story in the Old Testament? Is that Gideon, where it's like if the if the rug was yeah, wet, dude. Uh, God is or you know. Yeah. So I, I prayed to God. I was like after hearing that in Sunday school when I was a little boy, um, I said, Lord, if the if if the if the rug is wet, you're real. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up that morning and it not being wet, <laughs> and being like, Nah, you're still real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I've done that too. You know, yeah. uh, so that's that's funny. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So lots yeah. lots going on in the world. For right? sure. Hey, um, what Marvel character do you think John Piper would be? <laughs> um, that mean commander that tried to force um, Captain America to send the Geneva Accord. What's it called? Uh, really? Yeah. No, I just he just. Kind of, I would he's, he's old and white. I don't know who else. <laughs> I kind of like throw him into the Doctor Strange category. Really? Yeah. Like this Piper. Like he's like he's the dude's getting a bit older. I don't know. I feel like Piper's more of a nut. <laughs> yeah. So it's Doctor Strange. Did you not see Multiverse of Madness? I did see Multiverse of Madness. Horrible movie. Yeah, it was terrible. Give <laughs> um, me nightmares. I uh I didn't I think that I think. I think John Piper is more on the like. Late Tony Stark vibe. Really? Where he's like kind of jokey, uh-huh. but he kind of knows he's gonna die, and so he kind of doesn't really like care about the things he says. Sure. <laughs> you know, like he's like kind of aggressive, yeah. but like it's a part of who he is, and so you don't get mad at him for it. Right. Like. That's 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 John Piper. Sacrifices sure. himself at the end. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I, I view Matt Chandler as kind of like Iron Man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Not he's like he's a gateway drug. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't you don't agree. To to what? <laughs> gateway drug to what? Okay, so like Iron Man. Came out in two thousand eight, and that was kind of like the gateway drug into like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? And I kind of view Matt Chandler and his preaching style as kind of like the gateway drug into like reformed and like expository preaching. Like for you personally, or uh, yeah, maybe as a whole. So like, you know, I, I think like you know when he you know preached at um that conference that Elevation hosted, and he like absolutely went off. You know, the Bible's David. not about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not David. It's not guys. It's not about you. It's not. It's about Jesus. It's about God's glory through redemption, or it's about God's glory through salvation and judgment. Shout out James Hamilton. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. You know, go ahead. No, you go. Uh, please go ahead. I wasn't going to say anything yeah. important at all. Well, you know, while we're on that topic, I that kind of brought up an uh, an idea in my head is um, I have been pondering about this for um, a couple of months. I know I keep voice cracking. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I damaged my vocal cords. All right, I'm just going to put it out there. You're going to hear my voice crack. Get used to it. All right, anyway. Um, what do we think about um, lights during worship? Like on? Lights on? Like, like, like your nice like blue colored lights and dimmed down lights. Like, is that... 
Like, should I be alarmed? Yeah. Like, are we talking like this? Like, I need to like to find some things. Like, 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 we're what kind of church are we at right now? Is the piano player awkwardly always on stage? They're playing, all wearing like, they're all wearing super skinny jeans. Are they black skinny jeans? Yep. Are they do they have holes in them? They have non prescription clear glasses. Mm, that's a red flag. Uh, <laughs> so is it is it too legalistic to be like, I'm getting some bad vibes. They have some dim down lights. What do we say? Ooh, I'm gonna expose some of y'all. Wait, can you ask the question again? <laughs> Can't believe you just dropped this one on me. Wait, can you ask the question one more time? I messed it. I don't know. So, like, should we be alarmed if we go to a church, right? And the worship service, all their lights are dim, mm-hmm. and it, it creates this very, very emotional space because you know when it's mm-hmm. a darker setting, it makes you a little bit more emotional. Okay. Okay. Do you want, do you want me to spearhead this one, <laughs> and then should we just not talk about this? <laughs> we can. I'm gonna be super charitable. Um. <laughs> I bet people are like, why is yeah. this even a question? So, what is this? <laughs> it's just lights. The church that we go to, some might describe as very, when it comes to worship, bland. And so... Dang, baby. Yeah. No. No, listen. <laughs> he says he says some. Yeah. He's not saying no, he says some. I'm not saying this is the popular opinion, right? Because, I mean, people... Yeah, are, well, I mean, the wrong one. But okay, okay. Oh, oh so, so we're going there. Okay. <laughs> no, all right, baby. You, wow. can be, you can be terrible. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I, I, I'm trying to be gracious on both ends. Okay. <laughs> so we at Park sing old and modern hymn style music that focuses on truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. You're not wrong. Focuses on truth expounded from scripture about God to the praise of his name. Mm-hmm. And good job. I dude. think that every Christian should desire to do that. Like like if if your if your worship is not centered around Christ and his life, death, burial, and resurrection, um and, and and overall just God's praising God's character to his glory, um, then it's probably not worship music. Um that being said, there are a lot of solid churches that have a different setup um, that sing songs that are true. But I think that the goal with worship, like any other aspect of the Christian life, is to go deeper. And I think that the danger with adding stuff and things that look and sound good is that you risk running that you, you run the risk of being emotionally swayed instead of how do I put this um, you're saying it really well yeah so like so I'm gonna push back hold on I'm gonna backpedal gotcha so emotions are very subject to change based on external conditioning right so if I am you know at a rock and roll concert the nature of that music, the lighting, um, the atmosphere is going to affect my perception of that music. And worship music is not an exception um, to those standards because we are fallible human beings. And I think that it is better and wiser to ground yourself in worship music that is um, deeply rooted and rich biblical texts about God to the glory and praise of his name and allowing your emotions to be a tool that edifies you by glorifying God in response to the truth of Scripture and not the other way around. 
And make sure you add the fog machine. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, Patrick. What? You were going to say something? <laughs> uh... but, but wait, really quick, though. <laughs> it's okay to feel some emotion, right? No, I'm not saying it's not. Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't say you said that. I just want to clarify to the audience. Yeah, keep I, going. I'm going to... Yeah. Okay. Why are you walking out of the room right Connor now? Connor just walked out of the room, and that's it. I need a snack. I, I, I can see Patrick struggling with this because um, he's afraid of people calling him legalistic. So, shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> How about you just not answer this? Okay, I feel like I have to answer. All right, go ahead, because that's worse than like not answering. Are you gotta be, yeah. Can thing. you say the original question again? Um, should you be alarmed? You know what? I'm going to change my question, but it's going to be like the same concept. Dang it. No, it's the same thing. Okay. Uh, uh, it's like, should you be alarmed if you see added effects in a worship setting? Um, so, like a fog machine, a dim down lights, a nice... Uh, Painters. <laughs> a nice G-note ambient uh, fade in the background. Yeah, stormtroopers, stuff like that. Stormtrooper, yeah. Storm... <laughs> Oh yeah, like the yeah. Uh, should you be alarmed? Uh, probably. Ooh, that's gonna, that's gonna be a tough thing for some people. Hey, by the way, I'm still wrestling with this subject, guys. Okay, just letting you know. But Pat, please explain. I think that God cares about how He's worshipped, and we see that from. Genesis to Revelation, mm-hmm. God punishes mm-hmm. people for not worshiping him in a worthy manner. And the New Testament shows us very clearly that God likes to be sung to. In fact, we're commanded to do it. Right. Colossians 3.16 greet one another with songs, hymns, and spiritual songs, right? Like, that's that's in the text. You know, you can't argue with that. So sing, we are a singing people. We said that in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, you ask me things like fog machines and lights. And I responded with probably because... In today's culture, we sadly live in a time where uh, this idea of revivalism and honestly Pentecostalism and charismatic theology has kind of penetrated the modern worship music, uh, specifically the more popular end of that thing. And a lot of times, uh, false teaching is attached to those big modern worship organizations. Um, and I'm not going to name any of those um, for the sake of just brothers and sisters who may you know, love those bands and things like that and may be able to work those convictions out. Uh, this isn't a salvation issue by any means. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, This is just a conviction that I hold from an ecclesiological yeah. standpoint. Uh, that maybe some of those cultural, and again, this is this is a big thing, right? Uh, 
but some of those things maybe aren't, aren't, aren't super appropriate in light of the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so with that being said, you know, if you want to put a stormtrooper in the middle of your worship <laughs> service to make the unbeliever feel a little more safe, then like, and you can justify that in light of Colossians 3.16 and Israel's judgment for how they were worshiping God and you say that you're still countercultural in the midst of that, my hat's off to you. I probably won't attend your church, but praise God that yeah. you believe the gospel, and I'm happy that you're saved, and we'll see each other in heaven. I think two things are true. Um, and I forgot what those two things are, so never mind. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. Um, two, two important things. Truth is truth no matter where it comes from, but guard your heart. Yeah, yeah that's a really nice way of saying it. Yeah, I agree with that. But even then, like... Like, definitely guard your heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just sort of devil emphasize the guard your heart part. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, I just want to ask, why do you guys pretend to like coffee? Oh. Okay. So, that feels like a dig. <laughs> I want to know why that question was framed in such a way. Uh, I got asked to have some topics, and that's the first one I got in my head. I obviously don't believe it. I just wanted to offend you guys. <laughs> I just wanted to. No offense taken. Well, I mean, to be honest, my career. The, the reason that we pretend to like coffee <laughs> is because we want to feel accepted mm. um, by those churches that you were just talking about mm. with the fog machines and the stormtroopers. Yeah, I don't care what that means, but yeah, it's great. <laughs> I like chais, so chais are good. Do you prefer orchata? Orchatas? Why? Why? Why do you think I like that? So I was reading this article. Um, I wasn't reading an article. I just wanted to get out of that situation. That was super awkward. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. This well, what's, is great. what's been on your mind lately? I think for me, as I have kind of... So, all right. So, season of life that I'm in is one of a lot of transition. And I think... That in the midst of transition, I begin to look at how people around me, my age, in the same season of life, handle similar trials that to what I am. And what I've noticed a lot is that screen time is just a killer of joy. Like, if you want to, like, if you want to, like, really just, like, put the plunger on someone's, like, any, like, you just want to suck the life out of somebody... Like, put put me in front of a screen for a long period of time. Like, guys, convince me. Give me the argument, even if you don't think you have a good one. Be be the lawyer for the 21st century on why I should keep my social medias. Be the lawyer for the 21st century for why I shouldn't, why I should still have Netflix. Get be the lawyer, right? It's gonna and, be really hard because I agree with what you said. But <laughs> so, like, I'll give you some common ones. Like, how are you gonna stay connected with people? I don't know if I want to. That's fair. Most people are disappointing. <laughs> well, no, it's not that I don't want to. Uh, it's more of just like, I who do I want to stay connected to? My wife, my church, and my family. Sure. And at this point, that is the reason why I have Facebook is I can catch up with family all over the United States sure. and things like that. And my church has a Facebook group, by God's grace, where I can see and it helps me better aid the saints if yeah. I see a need or... Get free furniture. Free furniture. <laughs> if you ever like... Shout out to Foresters. <laughs> yeah, like 
Uh, that's great. That is yeah. a great perk, and that is a good reason. But we also have a directory where you can just text that saint. And you know, I was gonna say that, baby. Okay, you can't <laughs> text everyone, but hey, you got a couch. Yeah, well, that's fair. not. Maybe that's not the point. Yeah, it is. Free furniture. Well, I don't know if that's the point of social. <laughs> so, the only the only purpose social media serves is free furniture. Yeah. Uh, so in all, here's what I'm fighting, guys. Here's what I'm fighting. I don't know if the redemption that Christians have offered social media and things, or, and that isn't just social media, because you do a whole thing on just social media. But Netflix, like really, just the whole like virtual secular culture. I don't know if Christians have offered enough to that. For me to justify being exposed to all the bad. Yeah, you know what? I know a social media pastor. He'll be a great guy to talk to. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. Social media pastor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I'm supposed to give you a case for why you should keep social media, but I, like, my thing is like I can't think of like many reasons that aren't like inherently self-serving. Right, yeah. so like, but like, and that, that's your thing. It's like <clears throat> I don't think most Christians have social media in an effort to just please themselves. Like, don't hear me saying that, right? Like, don't hear me say like, "Hey, if you're a Christian, you have social media. Like, you're not safe." That's not what I want to. What I'm saying is, in my life right now, I'm just noticing some things, right? And so, and those things are just that stuff just sucks the life out of you, you know? Yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, when you add a, like, transition period. Yeah. So, like, I mean, comparison's the robber of joy. Mm. And so, you know, depending on the scenario transition, um, you know, like, for us, we had some issues transitioning from our old house to this one. And, you know, being on social media and, like, seeing, like, because, I mean, social media is there to present your best self. Yeah. Right? Like, most people aren't going to go on social media and, like, post a picture of themselves, like, ugly crying because they're insecure about whatever. You'll you know, be whatever million reasons, and yeah. So it's it, the hard thing is like yeah, you, there are positive aspects to social media, but like at the same time, like I, I can't necessarily say that like any Christian using social media period is you know using it to complete purity, you know, for the glory of God, right? Like we're, we're selfish creatures. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how to even like begin unpacking that. You know? Yeah, we can't because you have to live amongst. Like, to some extent, yeah. you do live amongst evil, right? Like, we we live in a world where, like, mm. like for me, like, I go to my job for what reason? To make money, right? You know, to spend time with family, your work family. Yeah. At this company, <laughs> we're a family. <laughs> no, we are not. No, we are I've not. I've applied for seven other families this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, big red flag, big red flag. Yeah. Um, if they buy pizza quarterly to make up for the bad management. <laughs> yeah. That's just yeah. Just mix it up. Get Chinese food. Right? There you go. No, I think I think that was just some things on my mind, so it's good to hear kind of y'all's thoughts. Yeah, you know, I was walking Roscoe and I came Who's back Roscoe? my doggy. Oh, okay. I came back from a, an eight hour shift where I just stared at a computer screen all day. Mm. Went straight home, got on social media, took my dog out. But while I was taking my dog out, I was scrolling through Facebook. Oh, yeah. And I just stopped for a second. I was like, what am I, why? Like, why am I doing, I should pay attention to my dog and love him. And I just went back and watched an episode of, like, I don't know, uh, Powderpuff Girls. I don't know. <laughs> but. What? Yeah, I, I'm just He's kidding. into that. 
No, I'm not. Uh, He's into the theological implications of the powder puff girls. Okay. Um, yeah. That'd be an interesting yeah. topic. Yeah, I found myself <laughs> more often than not, like, deleting social media for, like, a few days out yeah. of each week just to, like, take a step back. I found it really beneficial. Um, I'm a pretty spicy just, fella. Yeah, and just I just threw my phone at the wall the other day because I was just like, I did not Yeah, you like shouldn't it. do that. You go through phones <laughs> at an alarming rate. I'm telling you what, though. You can have the best of both worlds. I got I yeah. got, a, I got an Oculus Quest, and they have these virtual rooms. We go in, and people like debate about like like, Christi- like Christianity. like Really? Yeah, they have like virtual Bibles. That, I'm telling you. I, I, I joined one. Really? I just wanted to listen yeah. to it. Did the Christian win? I don't. I, 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 just, I got bored. I didn't stay there long. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen? You, you might not have seen this. You you may have. I don't know if Pat has, but there was a like an article that popped up from whatever little mini news place on Facebook about this guy who only lives in the meta. Yes. And so from yes. like the time he wakes up and like goes to sleep, he's plugged into his Oculus. Dude, here's my, here's my thing on the meta, right? Yeah, it's terrifying. Metaverse is a virtual world, basically. Yeah. So. So my my work, like the the field that I'm in, corporate recruiting, they say like eventually it'll all be in the meta, That's and terrifying. I just I just feel like and this is just me, and I know this isn't this isn't educated at all. Okay, <laughs> I know nothing about technology. I have no like authority on this topic whatsoever, but. I feel like we have too many good old boys left in the world for the meta to actually work. What do you mean by good old boys? I'm so glad you asked, Connor. What's a good old boy? Um, It's such a loaded term, right? So I think I can see like a good old boy on merch right now. But yeah, so them good old boys. I mean, we're talking like Western York County. Oh, like uh, Thomas Broom. Like Thomas Broom is a good old boy. Yeah. Like somebody who goes to nationals for bash fishing, but at the same time, I can offer you an alternative definition uh, provided by a pastor out in Union, North Carolina. Um, he referred to them good old boys as um, as guys with minor criminal records. <laughs> oh, they, like, oh, they probably yeah, drive a truck with a modest lift on it. Yeah, they're they're family guys, you know, with minor infractions of the law you know they probably have drilled holes into their muffler to make it louder <laughs> they're, they're not rednecks yeah. they're not like they're yeah. not hillbillies mm. but like they're good old boys they're good old boys they might have a squatted truck <laughs> yeah but like you're not gonna be annoyed by it i like yeah. good old boys yeah, yeah. it's part of it's <laughs> part of a well-balanced life Nice. I respect good old boys. Yeah, like like a good example of a good old boy mm-hmm. would be Grant Hanson. Man. Grant is a good old boy. <laughs> good old man. Yeah, like like yeah, good God. old boys are always man's men. Yeah, are always a man's man. <clears throat> do they like, do they like country? They don't have to. Okay. Yeah. Like example, I asked Grant. <laughs> I asked Grant one time in, um, a few weeks ago if he wanted to hang out um, and just like catch up. And he goes, <laughs> "I have a better idea." Why don't you and me cut through some metal? I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so now there's a... And now you're working on becoming yeah. a good old boy. And now wow. there's a private parking space for pastoral residents. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Word. So they're going to like... I don't want to like spoil any like 
Oh, don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah, we'll keep that off. Yeah. And there are probably yeah. people that don't care anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I've been thinking, right? Like, I don't know. And, and part of me thinks that, like, you know, while I'm not a good old boy, I've got the heart of one. Mm. Like, I just sat and thought to myself the other night, I was like, part of being a Christian at a certain age is just realizing that you do not act your age. Not just in like life, like like maturity thing, like like not like, oh, I just understand myself more emotionally. No, 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 I mean that like, it's 7.30 on a Friday night and everyone else my age is like, at the least out at dinner with their friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm in fuzzy socks with my wife while it's 75 degrees outside, probably cranking out our third Hallmark movie. Sounds so good. Yeah. Wow. Well, right now it's Big Brother. Right now it is Big Brother because Big Brother started up. Kenzie so. and I are watching this uh, barbecue competition on Netflix. Really good. American <laughs> Barbecue Showdown? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Isn't that crazy how I just complained about like having technology in my life and yeah. like, just like... Gen Z's. Wow. <laughs> Millennials it's really a double it, It's similar to like, you know, a Samsung phone is just as good as an iPhone, but it's something about not having those blue text bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> like you can live with you can live without it, but you don't want to. Shout yeah, out blue bubbles. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out read receipts. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of good old boys, speaking of Samsung iPhones, speaking of Amazon Music, I know we didn't talk about that, but we I did. All right. Um, <laughs> let's talk about boomers who aren't actually boomers. Uh, yeah, uh, faithful <laughs> member of our church, uh, Stephanie Forster. Yeah, that's yes. kind of what I was thinking. Is that your boss? So let's go on. Let's come up with a name for these kind of people. So I'm thinking like maybe like Moomers because they're millennials. Yeah. Maloomers. I have a um, I have an alternative. Millen- um, <laughs> um, so you know the phrase unencountered evangelicals. Oh yeah, from Wind Group yeah. System Axiology. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> what? unencountered millennials. Yeah. That's pretty but, good. But, but see, that implies People, that there's some sort of encounter from the Holy Spirit. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, we'll define our terms. So, All right, well, we'll, 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 so an unencountered <laughs> millennial is somebody who ought to have a Spotify premium account, but chooses willingly to have Amazon Music instead. <laughs> That's like two people. That's horrible. Like, yeah, why? dude, we have faithful listeners on Amazon Music. You're right. <laughs> like all three of you, um, yeah. I could name hey, you off the top. Believe of it head. or not, we do put this podcast on Amazon Music yeah. for those yeah. malumers and little, little, little millennials. Little update: We're trying to get on Apple. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a comp- it's complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to support us on Patreon, or you know, we got Prime Day didn't have that. We got declined for our Kickstarter. Did you really? Yeah. Did we really? What's yeah. a Kickstarter? What 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 did we do there? Yeah. <laughs> what am I saying? I'm the one who tried to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, a Kickstarter is how you help raise money for a creative project, and uh, ours got to. Dec- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we had pretty decent. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of choosing to view it as persecution. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we're impressed. Because like, if I tell myself that it was persecution, it's easier to. Uh, I guess cope with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. Well, that's good. <laughs> oh man, Kickstarter persecuted me. It's the first piece of persecution I've experienced in a while. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good sign. That sucks. Well, anything else on your mind? I mean, honestly, this this episode was was not great, but it was funny. And it was I, don't know. I loved it. Oh, okay. 
I'm incredibly sleep deprived. I'm tired too. It's uh, midnight. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna log off. Um, if you've made it if you've made it this far into the podcast, God bless you. Um, yeah. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in His grace. Parishioners out. Amen.